Buongiorno. Sonfara at Manifesta. Collateral events. After our second day of breakfast conversations, we sat down with our chef, Nikki Fenya Sigurdsson, to talk about the food she'd been preparing. Since it represented a refreshing little interlude, be prepared for a more easygoing, unstructured conversation. Sounds. Napkin. Cars. Stone. Scooters. Book. A dog named Sophia. A dog named Sophia. The fox of everyone passing by. Hello. Hey, could you talk into that one? Hello. Say it again. Hello. Nice. Nikki. Hi. Great, okay. So you want to talk about the food, or should I also say something? No, no, yeah, maybe you want to explain what the, the, the what food we we were we were just eating. Yeah, okay, I can do. It was. Uh, Are we recording? Now? Yeah. Hi. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, we were just eating some mini pear with a fresh slice of pear and then a caramelized slice of pear and then we had a little bit of ricotta on top and a little bit of coriander flour and it was it was calculated to maybe hit you as one complete mouthful and i i was saying i think i felt like it um because it was such a thin slice that it kind of fell onto your tongue and and um, the tongue kind of absorbed it. So, like, you kind of got a very um, immediate uh, absorption of all the flavours, right? Um, and there was this uh, slightly, very slightly burnt quality to it that, uh, as if you'd cooked it for a little bit longer, would have been overpowering. But it, I kind of added a nice, like, charcoal undertone to the uh, pear-y overtone, I suppose, right? Um, also, about pears, I was kind of assuming that there would be a sweet, overwhelmingly sweet quality to it, but actually it was quite um, salty. Uh, presumably there was a little bit of seasoning, is that right? Mm -hmm. What was the seasoning? Was it just a bit of salt? Well, it was salt. Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's good to mention that all the ingredients were from the local Balero markets this morning. Fresh this morning? Fresh, yes. Great. And um, you've been there every morning to pick up stuff, is that right? Yeah, that's right. Nice. Um, tell me a bit about the market. Well, it's very dynamic. But it, early in the morning, it's not as dynamic as, okay. as later in the day. And you have this very local feel. Like, I think it's almost only like the, the local people who come early in the morning. Okay. 
So you get a little bit of street cred from them when you're there. And you're obviously a tourist, but you are there early, and that's nice. It's, it, got, it has everything you need, basically, fresh fruit. A lot of um, what's in season right now is, uh, is uh, apricot. Mm. And, of course, the cherries that we have on the table here as well. And the oranges and... And you have a lot of fresh fish as well. Really? Yeah. Nice. Uh, and they have like these, what is really uh, amazing is that they have these big swatch fish. Okay. Uh, that is like two meters long almost. I thought yeah. it was like a little fish, but it's a huge fish. And yeah. they just lie on the table. Are these, the, these are the ones with the noses that are like really extending yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see that? Was it a complete one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. it was a complete one and it just cut slices directly yeah. from the fish that's lying on the table. I ate it yesterday. So, um, we accidentally ordered it mm. and um, there was a sort of moment of panic where they were like holding this delicious slice of swordfish and I was kind of like, yeah, you didn't like uh, obviously take that order but um, it looks pretty tasty I think I'm going to go for this like, <laughs> <laughs> so I did <laughs> cool um, I can understand that well I mean also at some point I think we should like say a little bit about yeah but that's what he's doing actually now Faye you need, you need to keep up <laughs> ink flags wood blue sky flags Espresso cup. Anfara ink muck flag. Are you becoming a local? Uh, not yet. They don't want to say good morning to me yet. Do you say good morning or do you say buongiorno? I say buongiorno. <laughs> but locals like to say giorno. <laughs> I noticed that also just like mumbling something. But that's also because I don't speak <laughs> Italian. Exactly. Um, that's, a, that's a restraint, yeah. But uh, we arrived in, in Palermo now a couple of days ago, and actually since the beginning we just almost ran to the market. It was always almost like a, a main purpose of ours. Yeah. And, I mean, because in front of you and the sip that you just took was was uh, was like remains of this breakfast, which is still on the table, mm -hmm. and there's a there's a green. Conetto. <laughs> Pistache. It's a, what is it? It's a conetto uh, with pistache nutella. Wow. Mm -hmm. Very delicious, very sweet also. Sounds sweet. Uh -huh. And very Sicilian somehow. Yeah, I've never seen it anywhere else. It's like a weird croissant, but then it's not a croissant. Yeah. It's a conetto. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And the... Uh, and it's it's served on um, a plate, which is not really a plate. Um, well, are you talking about the the tile? Yeah, the tile <laughs> that we that found in the about. trash. Yeah, this beautiful Sicilian tile, um, which is now a plate because we didn't really have plates. So this was a funny appropriation of of the streets which is basically also this whole room it's like just found stuff yeah um uh we have these fruit fruit baskets yeah um that we used for a table setting with chairs and they work really well i think yeah and, and they've been 
almost they could have been containing the pears or cherries yeah. that we've been uh, eating all day long today and yesterday. <laughs> It's just exactly. kind of fulfilling the circle. Yeah, and I guess maybe why we're having these breakfasts is first of all to to have people come here for the interviews that you and Charlie are doing. Yeah. But it's also food is always a good way to interact with culture, I think. Mm -hmm. And um, our idea was to have this Sicilian breakfast inspired by Palamo food, yeah. but then slightly appropriating it to, with our own imagination. Uh, basically, we were told that they only have a little breakfast, but then they have several of them. So we tried to incorporate that concept of just doing these small dishes and then uh, serving them yeah. uh, with some time in between. Yeah, yeah. yeah maybe a small uh, anecdote to that is yesterday when Martin Studio was was uh, sitting here with us and it was in the end of the conversation and then you came in with one of these tile plates with very nicely decorated um, small Sicilian serving on. Could you say quickly what, what it was? Yeah, it's, um, it's this thing called panelle, which is a chickpea pancake, deep fried. Very Sicilian. Yeah, very Sicilian. I haven't seen it anywhere else, no. actually. But but it's also it reminds me of the of of uh, northern African cuisine and also Middle East, mm -hmm. the Middle Eastern cuisine. Um, so yeah, and then um, they have this. Uh, we we put this um, cremolata on top, which is just parsley and lemon and capers and garlic. Yeah. And then with a little bit of ricotta, which is something they really like here. They really yeah. eat a lot of ricotta. Yeah. Um, together with also another cheese, which is really apparent in the streets, is uh, smoked mozzarella, which is also really amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was it. Yeah, and then his response was like, pure excitement I think as well of like this possibility of, of uh, creative encounters um, when looking at something from a new perspective or him having been living in Palermo for some years and never having been served uh, this, I keep on forgetting the name Panelle. Panelle mm. in this version because normally you would just eat it with bread with bread yeah um, Actually, it served in this little dish that kind of like embraced something that we've been speaking about also for almost like the whole hour, which again brings up a good example of, of how the food can be an element of, uh, of, of conversation. A conversation starter. Yeah. yeah. Well, also but also like, like to unpack it like um, conceptually. His um, his description of uh, how culture was, um, or how the sort of movement of people to new places, and uh, how how the, the people currently in that place and the people who are arriving in the place, like often there's a sort of antagonism, and uh, often it's to do with a um, lack of knowledge of how different experiences can be kind of reconciled and food is quite a 
easy reconciliation, I think. I mean, because we all need it and we all ought to enjoy it. Yeah. Um, and and then there's yeah. going to be these kind of different ways of like um, making things and it's almost like the tools you have of um, food but also knowledge of mm. how to make food can kind of be reconfigured mm. uh, according to local contexts. You know? mm. Yeah, and food, of course, like containing a lot of your culture but also possibility of Mm. Yeah, and just uh, like just applying this um, this calm environment somehow, mm -hmm. because everyone can connect some kind of nice emotion to food. And I think like for having a say a setting where you are interviewing people, I think it's a good like it's a uh, it's a factor that maybe will calm people down, mm. or it's it's yeah. a nice environment to to have to meet new people. Sunflower colored paper. Cloth. Almost sunshine colored fruits. Microphone. Three of them. All these um, thoughts and preparations that you've already put into this breakfast and just the fact of it being served on a tile from one of the old buildings here is already I mean, there's so many potential stories or, or like stepping stones of stories in different mm. different directions for instance when 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 picking up these tiles and they talking to Sarah who owns the building that we're sitting in she told us that now in this area there's a lot of buildings that are being restored and mm. when that happens well the old tiles gets be uh, becomes garbage uh, on the street mm. and then there's other guys uh, driving around collecting these tiles because a lot of the tiles actually are uh, uh, very pretty and has a value and can be resold so you see yeah. you see people driving around collecting tiles in the streets of Penam which also mm. like again kind of captures this like focus of circular economy right like you know, that you not only recycle but upcycle this tile as a sort of significant piece of, uh, like a, a vessel of, of um, cultural uh, coming together, I yeah. suppose, right? You know, it's like uh, definitely like a central mission of this whole thing, isn't it? To like sort of close the uh, cut off cultural mm. connections or like cultures and you know make them sort of rebound and circulate in some sort of positive way mm. yeah <laughs> I mentioned that when this is done all the things that we've actually used also what you've also included in the display setting can be given back to the streets <laughs> hopefully yeah yeah definitely but what I also find interesting is this, uh, like uh, Palamu being this melting pot for different cultures due to the uh, colonization that happened. Um, I find that uh, it's a, it's a place where you are also very you have many traditions and many ways of doing things in a specific way mm. that cannot be. Um, 
meshed to it somehow. Like I was just taking one of the fruit baskets to the market and like all the women, they started laughing at me because you don't do that. You don't like take a fruit basket to the market. To fill it up. To fill it up. You uh-huh. just don't do that. And I also find that with the cuisine, like you, you have these traditional recipes that you actually don't, you don't mess with them. Mm. Uh, that's... That's something that is a bit funny, and uh, it's kind of fair enough, but it is a shame in a way, isn't it? I suppose. I mean, I, I but I, I think it's understandable to sort of protect this. Yeah, of definitely, is to protect traditions and yeah. culture, basically. But um, yeah, it's. Um, I mean, we are doing some kind of cultural appropriation here, yeah. but uh, with, I hope, with an, with a curious approach and not like. Yeah trying to sensitive and yeah, yeah yeah trying to understand what's actually going on here but then i think yeah just putting our own take on it and uh, which is something that you should be sensitive to but uh, i think it's i think it's nice also and it, it was nice to see the reaction of this uh, marginal studio yeah guy Zeno. yeah <laughs> see See? Yeah. Uh, let's nice. take another sip of coffee. No. Charlie is standing in the sun. Lotus chatting. Manifesta audience. Laptops. Water damage. Dripping on Charlie. Okay, let's start doing yeah. Should we just list the ingredients? Yeah. 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 Ricotta. Should I do ricotta as well? Ricotta. Panelli. Espresso. Conetto. Conetto. Cherries. 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 Coriander flower. Pistachio. Apricots. Salmon. <laughs> that could be good. Panelle. Cremolata. Chocolato. What are these little um, plums? Cherries. No, the oh, orange, orange ones. That's apricot. Yeah. All right. I've only ever had dried apricot, I think. Uh, I've never had... I, I ate it the other day. Though. Is, are those oranges as well? Yeah. In oranges. Beer. <laughs> Cornetto integrale. Caramelized pear. Salt seasoning. Olive oil. <laughs> Olive oil. <laughs> This is becoming like an art piece. <laughs> <laughs> Have we done all the ingredients now? It's really yeah. nice, but it's really nice. Can we do more letters? Fanfara Tete is a Fanfara production hosted by me, Charlie Clamos, and Freya Kier. You can follow us by subscribing on the podcast app 